If you are challenged with fibromyalgia, then I don't even have to tell you how painful and inconvenient this condition is and how much it influences your quality of life. I also want to be talking today about how ancestral trauma, emotional, psychological trauma, and also childhood trauma can actually play a tremendously big role in fibromyalgia. Hi everyone, my name is Yvette Rose, founder of Metaphysical Anatomy Technique. And this technique is designed to help you to greatly improve your quality of life, whether you're struggling with maybe anxiety, depression, or you know, just having some challenges in your life and you're just really ready to move forward. But the good thing also is here, this technique, you don't need to know the root causes. You don't need to remember specific memories. You sometimes also don't even need to talk about the problem. So if you love this, find out more at yvetterose.com. I'm also always busy somewhere, somewhere doing something with some great event. Uh, go catch me there and hang out and let's join in the live fun as well. And also, welcome to today's topic, which is about fibromyalgia and also the emotional and psychosomatic root causes behind this as well. But first of all, let's just have a look at fibromyalgia within its sense of self and what this actually really is. Fibromyalgia is a condition that causes pain all over the body and it also creates a lot of tender parts that are very sensitive to touch. And it is not actually seen as a mental illness, but many people with the condition also experience depression and some forms of anxiety as well. Now, these people who suffer from this condition as well they are three more times likely to suffer from depression than anyone else. Now, there are many assumptions also on what could the causes might be behind this, but it all still seems to be a bit of a mystery condition without a cure or a proper assessment to detect it with. Now, this is, of course, in the science medical industry. Now, fibromyalgia itself can also contribute to the development of mental health issues such as maybe, you know, um, insomnia, brain fog, and also nervousness. Now, fibromyalgia is also a functional illness that is multidimensional, meaning that it can also be understood through biopsychosocial spiritual models and therefore needing to also recognize the connectivity and also the relationships between the mind, body, and spirit in relationship to genetics, environment, society, and also the subconscious mind and also the conscious mind and stress. Now, symptoms here that can include, for example, if you're troubled with fibromyalgia, I don't have to tell you about what they are. But for those of you who are maybe new and you want to learn more about this condition, maybe you have a loved one that's affected by this, there is chronic pain. There's disturbed sleep, there's stiffness, there's fatigue, there's psychological distress such as depression, anxiety, and also problems with thinking and memory and also concentrating. And also can be seen as symptoms of brain fog that my fibromyalgia causes. Now, headaches and migraines, of course, also present and typically 11 to 18 tender points at least. In addition, women might actually also have more of these symptoms such as painful menstrual cramps and also pain during intercourse, irritable bowel syndrome, restless leg syndrome, and also sensitivity to loud noises and bright lights. Now, studies have also shown that these people with fibromyalgia have also most often um, that not have, they have really haven't experienced any serious emotional psychological abuse. And this leads to the assumption that chronic stress or something like post-traumatic stress disorder can actually play a very big part role in the formation of fibromyalgia. 
Now, what is interesting also about this research that I really want to kind of like point out as well, post-traumatic stress disorder is caused by a significant traumatic event. It doesn't just happen for no reason. Now, post-traumatic stress disorder can also start as a result of long-term stress that you have emotionally numbed yourself to. However, that doesn't mean that the emotional body has numbed to it as well. You have just cognitively numbed yourself to that as well. And also the science and the research shows and explains that maybe emotional trauma is not a direct result of that. Hang on, because... This book is going to blow that theory out of the water because this is a book called Metaphysical Anatomy. Most of you probably know about it. 679 medical elements where I've worked with more than 6,000 people one-on-one -on -one worldwide and noticing and observing patterns and how psychosomatic stress can contribute to certain, em certain emotional stressors that can be triggered in people. And it doesn't matter if you're in Canada, if you're in Australia or where you are, but people who experience certain types of traumas or at least a pattern of that and then if you combine that, it can trigger or exasperate certain psychological disorders or elements and even be the starting point of that. Headaches is a great example. Let's say you have a perfect diet, your life is great, no problem. But now you're dealing with something in your life that is really stressful. You don't be part of it and you feel really resistant to it. You're not saying how you're feeling. You're feeling really angry and voila, there you have a headache. Take an account that you now exclude maybe other underlying medical conditions. If you're someone that does not really get headaches and suddenly you get a headache, look at the patterns what was going on in your environment at that time. So example, here I wrote fibromyalgia, among many other ailments as well, many, many, many other. So here we might be looking at a pattern such as, um, here, let's see, you might not want to let go of certain circumstances and injustices in your life that are aggravating the fibromyalgia. You might fear that if you let go of your unhealthy habits that you might lose people in your life that you resonate with. So you associate people maybe who are unhealthy with for you with maybe love, with maybe support. But at the end of the day, it's not healthy for you. But the reason why you're not upgrading your life is because your barometer for self-worth is so low. Because the way that your needs have been met have been so low and so devalued. Not, not made to feel important. Right, So the more that you need love, the more that you need support, the more your barometer drops because all that you want, you now you're going to survival set and all that you want is you want this need for love and support to be met. And at some point, sadly, because the barometer has dropped so low that we take and accept whatever we can and whatever we can grasp onto that remotely feels like support, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be healthy. And so... So many points here that I wrote about um, in the book as well. I mean, even here, there's a questionnaire for you to complete, to fill in, to find out more about, like, about the psychosomatics of fibromyalgia and how this has been affecting you. And the list is endless. There's a lot of research that I have done about this and behind this. So I would love for you also to have a, have a browse through that as well. Because at the end of the day, when we look at science and also what they're saying here is that Fibromyalgia, you know, they say that this could be leading to an assumption that chronic stress or something like post-traumatic stress disorder, as I said, can be a contributing factor as well. Now, another part also that can cause this is actually birth. 
you know, it could also be after a car crash, after surgery. Normally, what it mean, what would mean here is that whatever pre-existing emotional stress that you've had in your life has now accumulated, and now there's an actual physical injury. And what happens is that strong negative emotions are drawn to injured parts in the body. Hence, why sometimes pain can feel like it's exasperated, it's out of control, or the pain becomes chronic; it doesn't shift. That's all signs of maybe suppressed anger, feelings of suppressed powerlessness. If you really start to go look at the root cause as to why people might feel certain ways behind these ailments, especially fibromyalgia, because fibromyalgia, what I've come to learn and notice is that when you look at the full scope of it and the patterns being built up that, we're now looking at ancestral sexual abuse that is now psychosomatically being triggered, maybe through dreams that maybe have been triggered by someone touching you in a weird way and just on your shoulder. Now triggered this really strong predisposition of sexual abuse trauma. So the body is now going into what's called a state of fight or flight. It's contracting and it has all these instinctive responses now that's firing off. And the body doesn't know, do I run? Do I hide? Do I freeze? So now the body is, is moving and shifting between these instinctive responses, which happen completely subconsciously. We don't have conscious control over that. As you know, instinctive responses just bomb, fires off. And it's a good thing because if we actually had to think about which instinctive response to act and react to, we wouldn't be alive right now. You wouldn't be here with me right now. So it's that instant reaction that you have to act and react in moments of danger that actually is keeping you alive. But now in this case, subconscious memories of these moments are being triggered and the body and the muscles are now biochemically reacting to that. But you have no conscious cognitive clear memory as to why you might feel the way that you do. And that's why it's coming forward in the form of pain, spasms, feeling like you may be feeling paralyzed. Now you need to lie down. Now you feel like you can't move. And it's is these constant movements that's variating between different stages and phases, depending on also, of course, how you feel, because your environment can subconsciously and very subtly trigger these subconscious reactions and then your body biochemically reacts, even though you have no cognitive recollection of that, but your environment is constantly triggering that. Now, there's also... And, and, and so here now, what the research also is saying from science, you know, they also say that there's not much known about the impact of psychosocial and also emotional states that can be processed or, you know, be relating to fibromyalgia. However, what they've also said is that negative emotional states of being, you know, uh, maybe seen or frequently associated with um, chronic pain seems to be that people suffering from this condition might actually be very well regulated by their emotions. I don't know. I don't know. So where does fibromyalgia stem from? So some people seem to think that it is a new condition, but it's actually been around for a really, really long time. And it also started being considered like almost like a mental disorder. So early in the 1800s, it was actually recognized as a rheumatic disorder with symptoms being like stiffness or pain or fatigue and also trouble sleeping. Now, following this, it was in the early 1820s when tender points were starting to be uncovered, which originally was called fibrocytis, due to the fact that some doctors believed that the pain was caused by inflammation at these points. And it was only in 1976 when this ailment got its name fibromyalgia from the Latin word fibro for fibrosis tissue and the Greek terms myo and algia, meaning muscle and pain. And then years later, in the year 1990, guidelines were actually set for diagnosing this condition by the American College of Rheumatology. Now, in 2007 was also the first year where medication actually became available 
to treat fibromyalgia. But more recently, in 2019, what is also called the International Diagnostic Criteria for Fibromyalgia included two months of pain in six of nine of the general points. Now, mid-level of struggling to sleep and fatigue. So guys, at the end of the day, the more that someone knows about fibromyalgia, the easier it will be to manage it. And it can happen to anyone. But in becoming aware of the mind-body-spirit connectivity, there is an absolute beautiful opportunity now to make conscious efforts to seeing and understanding the belief systems in someone with fibromyalgia. And then, of course, also in bringing knowledge to this awareness and the healing process that is needed in order to improve your quality of life, regardless of what the path that is that you choose to take, at least taking action is very important. Very, very important for the health of your mental health, your emotional health, and also the health of your quality of life, and also the relationships and the people that love you and really deeply care about you as well. So guys, there you have it for fibromyalgia. And remember to subscribe to my channel, hit the notification bar, stay up to date with me as well. Find me at evetrose.com. See what I'm doing. I'm always up to something. And I would love to connect there with you as well. And you can also grab your copy of Metaphysical Anatomy at Amazon. And guys, until next time, be the light that you are.